0: Oh, no. Anderson Cooper is very well put together.
1: He was really into, like, Ed Hardy. Yeah, I he was... Well, was guess the... what? Fucking ditto. That
2: was the... Not... Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. I am, as always, your host, Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the program. Episode 162 coming at you in your ears as you mow the lawn. I was reading something about where people podcast, and I think the number one place is like in the gym. And I, I definitely I'm used to be I used to could only work out with music and now I only work out with podcasts. It's this could be the death of music. I might I might never listen to music again. Um so what do you listen? While you're mowing the lawn? While you're at the gym? While you're having coitus? I once had a listener who will remain nameless tell me that they did a him and his lady friend had a little post I think he sent me the link. He's like, hey, this is when I used to be on the radios on Friday. He sent, he sent me a DM. He's like, hey, do you have the link to your appearance today? So, so him and his lady could do a little post-coital Beckner listening. You're not the only one. You're not, you're not alone in the world in being a person that craves my voice after they come. Joining us now as always is our very
0: own Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? <laughs> That's some intro. Yeah. <laughs> I uh I don't drive, but I, I gotta think driving's big. Yeah, dri- I see the thing is I is, listen on commutes. I mean right. when I was on a train or whatever, like just because otherwise otherwise you're just fucking staring at people and things. Like you gotta listen to something. Yeah, you're you're in a
2: like perfect podcast location like anywhere where it's mainly public transportation everybody's got their headphones on like all the time right that's i do i see i have old cars so i don't have like a hookup Uh, people are gonna make fun of me for this but i don't i can't connect my phone to the car stereo Mm. so I know that I could – that there's a way that I could make that happen, but I just haven't. But sometimes I will – like if I'm in the middle – if I'm in my office and I'm listening to something and I'm pretty into it and then I got to leave, I will like do the headphones while I'm driving and listen to podcasts. But I still like listen to the radio in the car because I'm a huge loser.
0: Sp- speaking of uh, of old cars, I, yeah. I'm I've owned two cars since college. Like I'm just one of those, and I got one – I got one a year and a half ago. You live in a place you don't have to drive very much. Right, right, right. So, I mean, the the life of the car is going to last longer, but I'm not, I don't lease. I just own and just, you know, use it for forever. Same. Uh, I got a call like last week, guys, like, you read an upgrade? I was like, buddy, if you think I'm stepping into a car dealership until before everyone is offering self driving cars, you're out of your mind. Like, I'm, I am not, I'm not. I mean, just that experience of buying a car was was horrendous. I am I'm going to keep the Honda CRV until it fucking breaks on me. Yeah, good for you. And it never will. I have a I have a
2: Honda. My main commuter car is a Honda Accord, and mm. it's ten years old, and it has two hundred and thirty thousand miles on it. Whoa! And it has literally nothing has ever gone wrong with it. Well, yeah. I mean, little nothing major, just like little yeah, things. yeah, like little things yeah. you got to do, but. Right.
0: I changed. Yeah. Spe- but,
2: spe- yeah, speaking of selling, I was
0: like trying to upsell me. Yeah, sell me. I know. Well no. they're desperate.
2: They're desperate. The thing is, the car game is tough for guys that sell cars now because every you can go online and figure out exactly how much you should pay for a car. There's like no real right. wiggle room and where they can fuck you on the price anymore like they used to. And that was their entire business model for a hundred years.
0: <laughs> it was misinformation.
2: Yes, just yes, you don't <laughs> know what I know, so I'm gonna fuck fuck you over right now. And now there's like, you just go online and get people to fucking fight each other on the internet to give you the best deal on a car. Speaking of that, self-driving cars, technology. I was listening to something. I think it Mm -hmm. might've been, it was on a podcast. I think it might've been Freakonomics or one of those.
0: Okay. They,
2: They were talking about the, when piano, the piano was overtaken as the home entertainment Device of choice by the phonograph, Edison, that bastard from New Jersey, Thomas Edison. He he patented his phonograph, and then they started marketing it. And people right. started people started getting phonographs in their house instead of having to listen to the piano every night. And I was just thinking, like, how bad did it suck to live <laughs> at the turn of the last oh. century, where? Entertainment was your fucking mom or your sister or you getting on the fucking piano after dinner and banging out some chopsticks for the family to sit quietly and listen to. Like There was no TV. There was no fucking radio. There was books, which are fine and the goddamn piano. Imagine that. Imagine that was your for everybody gather around while uh, uh,
0: n- yeah and it has got to be it's got to be what what they choose to entertain you with well, too. Well, they, they
2: only know so many songs. Like nobody knows <laughs> exactly. every song on the piano.
0: Right. And I, I'm guessing, you know, the average person didn't read the music. They just could play a little bit.
2: Yeah, so you had to get you had to a be able to afford a piano. Piano sales peaked in 1905, by the way. You you <laughs> you had to A, be able to afford a piano, and two, have someone in your family, maybe multiple people, learn how to play the fucking piano. That that means they were banging on that thing all the time anyway, learning the shit they needed to learn. So most of the entertainment, as you all gathered around in the parlor, because everybody had a parlor back then, which I think is the living room, you would just all gather around on the Davenport and listen to sis try to learn how you know beethoven's fifth
0: uh, Oh, it's just so painful and terrible and I, now it makes more sense when you think about it like when they would say oh you know abe lincoln didn't have much but he just devoured books yeah well what the fuck else was he gonna do exactly he <laughs> had to read
2: he was poor as shit he had a dirt floor and a, and a corn husk bed like there of course was, he
0: was well read. That guy God, knew everything.
2: Yes, read some fucking books. It was literally the only form of entertainment. Uh Ed, I've had so we had on a couple of weeks ago Mark the Nomad. Yes. Great, great guest. I don't
0: know that was. Although I got a couple texts from buddies yeah. who asked if it was a joke that somebody would drive across the country to have a <laughs> to <laughs> have the uh, Vessex may reduced reduce or refers uh, to. They're yeah. like that didn't really happen, did it? I was like, well, that that would be kind of a weird story to make up for a podcast.
2: That it really would be. That's what makes it a great story. And I will say this about Mark the Nomad: pretty much every guest we've ever had, I've gotten like five emails and fifty t- um, tweets telling me what a shitty fucking guest they were and what what's up with you and having so and so on. And it's like, dude, like every like every guest we've had, you know some are better than others, but. We're just you know, trying to mix it up here, trying to have some different sure. people on. keep and it I, interesting. I will, that's,
0: what, that's what the world's about. I
2: will, I will say, and maybe because he's a known commodity in the Twitterverse, I didn't really get any of that with our buddy Mark the Nomad, but he reached out to me with an idea that for us to potentially steal from another podcast. I want to know what you think of it. An, an iTunes roasting contest. So... Guys, we often reach out to you. We implore you to go on our iTunes page, the Baller Lifestyle Podcast on iTunes, and rate the show. Now, there has been one asshole that's given us a two-star review. <laughs> but last I checked, the rest of the reviews are five-star reviews. But this Mark the Nomad, he told me, he, a show he listens to, the hosts ask the listeners to roast them in the iTunes comments. So... Give a five star review and then make fun of us in a way that is funny and interesting. And I wanna up the ante. I wanna I wanna do a thing where maybe we make this into a contest. What do you think, Ed? Sounds good. Yeah. So maybe we do I wanna say like this is so we're on episode one sixty two. So let's say let's make this a month long deal. So episode one sixty six is what we're gunning for. So between now and a month from now, you guys have the chance to go on our iTunes page, iTunes dot com slash the Baller Life. So I don't even know if there's a slash. Just go on iTunes. Rate our show. Give our show a five star review. If you if you try to get cheeky and give us a three or four star review, you can fuck off. You're not in the contest. You got to. You're you're
0: not getting red. And and yeah. also. It's it the same for the emails? Yeah. Brevity. Yes, be, be short. Yes, yes. Be smart, be funny. I mean, and and like, you know, there's a difference between roasting and just like making fun of. Oh, yes. I looked up and found a picture of your mom. Like that's not it's,
2: Yes, it's a hard it's a hard line to walk and something tells me a lot of you guys are not going to be very good at it. At it. Right. If we're not can, reading those. Yeah, if I can give a a bit of advice, just come in. one zing for each person, your best fucking zing, blast us, make it like two sentences or if you want to hit fancy sauce, make it three sentences or if we have a guest or something. But I mean, I'm talking, if you can combine us into one that's a higher degree of difficulty, try that. But uh, get in and get out. Get in, be fucking funny and short. Um, Five-star review, a, a roasting. And each week between now and a month from now, I will read the best roasting. If there's two spectacular ones that week, I might read two. If there's five, I might read five. All right. But at the end of one month, Ed and I are going to hunker down and we are going to select the best roast job. Whoever destroyed us in the most interesting and hilarious manner will get not only a copy of the best-selling book, Snap, Crackle, Pop Culture. No. Sna- yeah, Snap, Crackle, pop. I read this book. It's a great book. Snap, Crackle, Pop Culture. What's the rest of it? Autographed. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's called Serial. Serial.
2: So. Snap, Crackle, Pop Culture. Written to a high degree of difficulty. Very funny book by our very own Ed Daly. Autographed. I have one of these autographed from Ed Daily. I love it. It's on it's actually on my bookshelf here in my living room. There you go. You're gonna get that. But in addition to that, you are going to get to do a victory lap here on the show. You're gonna get to come on and discuss with us your post and anything you want to talk about for, you know, a reasonable amount of time, five minutes. And come on, you can get interviewed, you gloat here on the show. Got it? One month contest, roast us in the iTunes comments, five-star review, hilarious jab at yours truly, Ed Daly, fancy sauce, anything, be clever, be funny about it. Every week, we'll read the best roast job, and at the end of one month, the winner of the contest gets Ed's book and gets to come on the show and be a guest of ours and talk to mm-hmm. us. I'd be all over that.
0: Yeah, it seems like it seems like too good of a gift.
2: Yeah, it is. It's like too much. We're offering you too much. Uh, okay. Anything else, Ed? No, that's right, we're good. I do have a story, and we've gone too long. I might have to save it till next week. About my, you to tease it? My my encounter with a guy at the Birkenstock store.
0: Oh, what? No. Why were you at the Birkenstock store?
2: Well, I just I will say this. I'll just leave it. There, and we'll just—we might come back to it. But I'm known to wear Birkenstocks as as a thing. Oh no! And a while back, one of my—this is worse than the snake. One of my pairs of Birkenstocks was damaged, so I went—I went to get them repaired and by a guy that owns a Birkenstock shop. And let's just say I had an odd encounter with the gentleman.
0: Did you Did you get in a time machine to have them repaired? <laughs> Do like people it. still buy Birkenstocks? It felt like it. Yes, it felt like it. So
2: remind me, and we'll discuss that next week, in addition to reading <laughs> iTunes reviews, roastings. Let's get to some email. You ready, Ed? Anything to change the subject. From- the subject, just- the subject of this email is Brian was friends with Snake Guy, <laughs> and then the entire and the entire text just says Ed is, and then it's two of the happy face emojis. But this is extra good because they're the like open mouth happy face emojis. So that's like really that's like I know you're not an emoji user. You don't have the emoji keyboard even enabled on your phone, Ed. No. But- you, I honestly don't even know. Like, I don't know where the emojis come from for people. You have to enable another keyboard. But I would, I would just let you know as a hardcore emoji user, he used the smiley face that's like an extra good smiley face. It's not just the regular smiley face. It's and he used two of them. So Ed well, is that's, that's double very smiley kind. face.
0: But yes. you know, one thing about emojis because even though I've, I've been pretty, pretty clear that I'm not an emoji guy. I still sometimes get them, and I wish you could zoom in, because some of them, I still don't know what they mean. Like, there'll be a face, and there's something going on. I'm colorblind, too, so I have trouble with certain shades. And, like, I can't tell if it's, like, a tear or a kissing face or somebody's, like, I can't tell some of these emojis. I just don't even know.
2: Mm, I mean, there, are you... Are you, one of these guys, you don't have the 20 20? Are you, you wearing contacts? Ed,
0: no, 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 no glasses. I, 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 have, I have pretty good vision. Colorblindness is different than vision, right?
2: So, and yeah, I, I guess if you're colorblind, like there's certain things that, like, yeah, I just I'm not exactly sure what's going on. You're missing out on such a great world.
0: <laughs> Sounds like I'm not.
2: Yeah, I mean it's things are really, really happening in the world of emojis. A lot of times, I'll, I'll just only text emojis, and if you just do an emoji as a text, it's bigger.
0: Yeah, which is kind but of better. I'm telling you, sometimes they're small. And they my are eyes small. Yeah, are fine. And but like, I, I wish you could just click on it and it'd be like, oh, that's what they're doing. Like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. With some of them. Right. It's just not my universe. Like the just snake. Not. Like the snake emoji. Like. I saw. Oh, Gosh, we need to talk your about snake, that. Need, your snake We need to posts. talk about that. Yeah, your fucking snake post. You posted like a video of just like some huge ass snake. Yeah, a rattlesnake. And so nonchalantly, like the video would be either of shit running down my leg or me running <laughs> a thousand miles yeah. an hour in the other direction. Yeah, yeah. And you posted it like, hey, let's get a look at this snake. And, you know, in light of your recent. Admission that you were a snake guy. That's not true. Um, it it, I predicted. I texted you and I said that shit is going to give me nightmares. And sure enough, gave you nightmares. I woke up at about two in the morning, three in the morning, and I, I, from a nightmare about a snake that was attacking me while I was barbecuing. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I don't like fucking snakes, and like. <laughs> you're hanging out with rattlesnakes (laughs) you're you're a snake guy yeah (laughs) you are a snake guy a lot of snakes coming
2: up on this show it's weird uh yeah so we talked we talked about snakes last week on the show and then I'm on a hike with my kid on Saturday and I'm coming back where we finished the hike and we're coming down the hill and there's some other hikers coming up the hill towards us and they're like just kind of standing there looking stupid and it's like a couple couples exercise by the way calm down on that people uh we're They're just like stopped. And I'm like, oh, what's going on there? And they're like looking to make eye contact, which isn't you know, my favorite thing. And they're like, hey, hold on. There's a snake. And I'm like, oh, cool. And they're like, it's right there. It rattled at us. And it was like on the side of the hill or the side of the trail. And it was like coming. It was looking across the trail. You could see what was up. So I just stopped and I like let it cruise out. And it slithered.
1: Across
2: oh. the middle of the trail, and it was fat. It was like like Pringles can. Somebody in the comments on my Instagram said Pringles can, and that's pretty close to accurate. Were, you, and were was, you scared? No. And it was probably like five feet long. I mean, I was keeping my uh. distance. You know, I probably got but within like. Can't they move fast if they want yeah, to? Yeah, they can. They could jump at you. Um, but it was like, it wasn't interested in me. Like these s- snakes and animals in general, Ed, they're into. Pretty much the same two things I'm into. Hmm. Fucking and eating. Yeah. And it does, they don't want to tangle with something that outweighs it by 10,000%. You know, he just wanted to get go on about his day. So I got up and I took some, I took some video and took some pictures and then I sent, I sent them to Ed. The one where I got behind it and it was crawling back into the bushes. That one was pretty cool. Oh. Right? <laughs>
0: no, it was yeah. not cool. Yeah fucking nightmare fuel
2: if you don't check it out i'll, I'll, I'll repost it. i posted to my personal facebook i don't think everybody's friends with me on facebook which is fine uh i'll share it to our baller lifestyle facebook page because it was pretty cool uh this this emailer continues p.s i am worried about kyle and scotty he needs to call the show at least once a month that's from joe i agree joe totally uh, agree yeah he's a great caller he needs it, to have it, a few pbrs and call in
0: yeah you if it feels better just knowing that guy's out there totally. being him. Yeah, just once in a while, just reaching out. Uh, okay, here's another one.
2: Greetings, half-ballers. I listened with great pleasure to your evisceration of me on your 150th podcast. Calling me a douchebag and a dick was pretty spot on. Oh, Ed, I, I believe this is that snowflake that we triggered with our oh, yeah. slightly... Differing political opinions than
0: his. That's right. That's right. And he's yeah, and That's he's what? he's bragging about being being called an asshole. Yeah, I don't I don't recall. i for sure called him a douchebag. I
2: do not recall calling him a dick. I think I said pussy, but maybe I oh. also called him
0: a dick. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure this is heading in the direction that we can call him a dick. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you. He continues, but you stepped in dog shit a
2: few times, good sir. It's funny that the guy that hates w- if that we talk about political topics has right. e- emailed the show twice, both expressly to discuss political it's topics.:
0: starting to think this is more about us not agreeing with his politics. exactly. You, and, you You and Fred kept calling me a
2: Republican, which is a dick move. I never called you any names in parentheses registered libertarian libertarians
0: mm. are just republicans with bongs they're republicans with uh that in theory but if right if they had to vote i mean there are two people to vote for we we have not gotten past the the two-party did system you, so did you
2: did you get a load of the libertarian candidate like libertarian the theory of a libertarian is a great idea did you get a load of the libertarian candidate in the last yeah. election
0: yeah guy didn't know
2: shit yeah Uh, I would, I would never leave a two star review on iTunes. I'd write you directly to tell you if you sucked. You don't. The podcast works. So we, so it's, we're supposed to believe it's some other rando that's left a two star review saying that we got too political. Right, right. The same week that a guy sent an email saying we got too political. Um, I wrote that paying for other people's pensions, fire, cop, teacher is weak. Uh, paying them six-figure salaries is good. Okay, yeah, whatever. Uh, bu- and further, ballers don't vote Democrat is true, but they don't roll with Republicans either. All right, high five, Cheery sure high fived himself after that one. Now that I've cor- corrected your reading comprehension, like Lavar Ball beats down his English teacher in a one-on-one essay what? contest. Just reading here. I'd like to move on to more important things. Okay. Uh, I appreciate Brian's recognition of the once great Morley Safer's stellar patterns and pocket squares. However, how in the hell does a full-grown man go Team Aniston? You know damn well that cold fish hates sex and writhes in disappointment every time her publicist fails to get her overrated ass another Us Weekly cover story in her latest, on her latest sob story. She's the female Tom Cruise, beards that hang in just long enough to see those fantastic nipples, but out before she finally snares a missed period. I'm not sure. Lastly, apologize to Kate the stoner. I was wrong. Oh, that's right. He said she, was, oh, she, she would be something else if she wasn't. So stoned. Oh, he's doing all kinds of judging. Yeah. <laughs> Lastly, apologize, apologies to Kate the stoner. I was wrong to label her. No apologies to slow Fred. That's his joke. He calls you Fred instead of Ed. He's, right. he's gone to that well a few times now. Regrettably, KCO. Sent from Team Joe Lee, you homos. Well, this that's just I, – I don't have anything to crumble up here. But if I did, I would crumble up that email and throw it away because that's such a terrible take. It's, yeah, Aniston like is way hotter. And she's right. way more she's way more sexy too. That t- cold fish, that's Joe Lee. Look at her. Do t- you
0: think that chick's into sex at all? No. I mean, chance. Either way, I I have seen Aniston in person. I've bangin'. been like a foot away from yeah, her. She's bangin'. very hot. Oh yeah. Super I mean, it was, hot, it was it was twenty years ago, but she was super hot. Still, she's
2: um, she's like forty seven. She, her, and J Lo are like the same yeah, age, they, they and they're great. both
0: super banging. And I, the fact that he brought up Tom Cruise, I thought his his takes felt very Tom Cruise ish. When Tom Cruise was on the Today Show, yes, with the "you're so glib," you're thing. so glib thing. Like he he's enlightened. He knows. Yes, yes. He knows. Like he knows the facts, and he knows. First of all,, without getting too much into the political oh, stuff no. what what fucking planet are you on that teachers regularly make six figures? They uh, do yeah. not no. I don't, where do they I don't make know. six figures?
2: There'd be a lot better teachers and more
0: teachers, yeah, and he and they you know make six, and so he's trying to figures. draw a line between uh no, I wasn't saying we can't pay teachers, we just can't pay their you know their pensions. And it's like buddy you you need to when the teachers are making. 60 grand which is what they're making not not a fucking hundred grand right when they're making 60 grand 50 grand You need to sweeten the deal or you know who you're getting as teachers like Arby's workers. That's well. That's isn't that a libertarian? Ideal like
2: that's like let the free market decide like the the market settles into where it needs to be like
0: everybody's getting paid what they deserve, right? Yeah, I know and like oh God you mm-hmm. you just the world is not it, it just can't run like a business or people will just get run over and by you saying and first of all anybody who's a libertarian like I don't know there are exceptions to everything there were some black guys that voted for Trump but overall, I don't think so that's you know, no, I'm just no, saying just if you down. vote for libertarian guess what congratulations on being a white guy because like yeah. you're you're not anything else uh, yes and so if you are you know a, a spanish chick who who wants to talk about being a liber- libertarian let's talk if you're a white guy we, we know exactly what you're saying here we know where you're coming from it, yeah. and
2: fuck this guy for making you and me talk politics again we this yeah, is we not a political trying. show we are trying it's, we're, he's making yeah. us do what he hates that we do that we rarely yeah. do
0: and if you and if you're such a brave man because you wouldn't dare do it anonymously we're still going by your initials, and we don't know who you are. I mean, I'm right out in the open. You see my profile. I, that's right. I, I friend. I, I, accept friend requests. Like I'm, I'm there. You know exactly who I, I am. And where I'm coming from. I, I, Ed daily only speaks for himself. There, I do not care who you are.
2: I'm not interested. I do not want to find out who you are.
0: No, but I'm just saying. He, he wants to sound all brave. He goes by KC. We know nothing about this no, guy. It's not in, that's fine. That's all I need like, to know.
2: That's all I need to know. I don't care. I don't know. He alluded to the fact that he might live near where I live, and I do not want to encounter this person ever. So it's just true. you just keep being anonymous guy. Here's somebody we do know. Hello, ballers. I haven't written in a while because of the last time I had an awkward dailies choice that Ed wasn't willing to commit
0: to. The- I just didn't I didn't enjoy okay. the prospect of like Peeping on women. I know. I went to a place. The what if these women were
2: actually men concept wasn't something he was ready for. I didn't establish a safe word, and it pushed his boundaries. (laughs) It's okay. I decided not to write in for a while. It takes some time to reestablish the relationship, like when the wife steers clear of you for a while after trying to get her to put on the progressive flow outfit, and you need to give her room. So, in the spirit of moving on, here is
1: the new Daily's Choice. Hit it. Okay, Ed. Round one, the news round.
2: Shepard Smith, Fox News, mm-hmm. versus Anderson Cooper, CNN, and occasionally
0: 60 Minutes. Yeah, well, Anderson Cooper is very well put together. Yeah, he's very. He looks Maybe like the he, most put together. He looks guy. like he gets a haircut every day. He does. Yeah, he looks perfectly groomed. I'm sure everything is perfect everywhere. Shepard Smith, a little hammerheadish, a little, yeah. a little odd, southern. I, yeah, I kind of think like something weird might be going on with him. So I'm kind of more curious about him. Like I know what I'm getting with Anderson Cooper. He's he's going to be perfectly everything.
2: Yeah, yeah, he's well he's definitely going to be trimmed, maybe even like waxed, like completely just perfect. Whatever whatever he it's does down perfect. there, it's what you're supposed to do. Um I will say this, I feel like he's a little or he seems like a little guy. Something mm. tells me, I don't know, he, I feel like he might be really packing. He comes. He comes from Vanderbilt stock. I feel like he might. He's so confident. I feel like he might have a serious piece right in there. He's gotten. He's gone into war zones. Uh, Yeah, and I. You you, you don't do that unless you're you're packing. And he does that thing when he comes on sixty minutes. He's like, "Let's go swim with the great white sharks," and like just whatever. Like he's like gets involved. So I just feel like. There might be some. Also, this Shepard Smith not really on my radar. Like I know who he is. He's got a southern accent. He dyes his hair. I'm not really. He's
0: called Shepard. Looks like he wears mascara. I I I'm not a really aware of. Yeah, I'd say Anderson Cooper. I see him the most when he does 60 Minutes. Um, because that's really the only one of these I watch. But Shepard Smith, I feel like has had a couple of like blunders that they play on Howard Stern. Like one time, he said J Lo blowjob, and he like he completely like fucked up. Jenny oh, from the Block that is
2: funny. Yes, I have heard that on Stern. and I've before.
0: heard like a couple of those types of things from him. So I just think he's, you know, I, I've seen him a couple times, but overall, I just think he's a little odd looking. Sometimes the odd looking guys, weird things are going on. Um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of scary. I don't think so, I don't know if I'd be up for that.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay, round two. You ready? Mm-hmm. This is someone that, when they say gone too there's soon, there's a
0: theme to all these. Well,
2: I see, yes. That goes <laughs> without saying. The, when they say gone too soon, this gentleman, go watch him on YouTube. This He was on Hollywood Squares. He was on Bewitched. He was an actor and comedian back when that meant something. Yep. Back when we didn't know what people were got up to in their personal lives. But this hasn't found the right girl yet. this guy was such a fucking star. I can't believe they have not made a biopic about him because he was so just interesting and he was really interesting yes yeah. um i don't I don't know that anybody could play him um but watch him on YouTube if you're not familiar Paul Lind versus. Mm-hmm. Charles Nelson Reilly is Charles Nelson Reilly the guy with the toupee and the oh no wait it's yeah. huge glasses huge, yes okay yeah they they would be on
0: talk shows together on a, like Match Game they would be yeah but but Lynn was way more interesting yes. I, my favorite role for him because I think I mentioned I saw it last year he played Herman Munster's short-sighted doctor yes. who did, who needed to get his glasses fixed like he broke his glasses. And so then Herman came in for an appointment and he's like feeling him and he's like, oh, I can't believe like he's going crazy. Yeah, I mean, he was he was delightful. He was over the top. Charles Nelson Riley was kind of a mess. I'm definitely checking out Lind. I, I enjoyed that guy.
2: I feel like you would walk up because this Lind in the 70s, he was letting it all hang out. He would come on. I think he was from Ohio or something originally. And there's a clip of him on YouTube doing the like stopping in the local news and doing the weather and he's got like the <laughs> Nehru jacket he's got the open shirt oh, wow. with a big medallion yeah he's very,
0: comfortable. Yeah, he very lo- comfortable with who he was yes, he
2: looks like he's drunk I mean the guy was just amazing yeah. <laughs> such a star if you, he was he was a real star yeah if you walked in to, walked up to the urinal, there's no way you could miss that guy's hog because he would be leaning back. He would turn he would, towards you, yes, let you he, know. He'd be like, hey, Ed, have a look at this. Did, get a look at what I got going on here.
0: Come uh, yeah, <laughs> here, Brian. Yes,
2: Paul Lind, to me, is, I'm, I'm fascinated with the guy. I would totally be checking out his hog. Yeah. Round three. Oh, this is a tough one. This is a, sort of like a Sophie's Choice or the opposite of a Sophie's Choice. <laughs> when you yeah. just want to push them both on the train. <laughs> yes. Bruce Valanche, who is a comedian? I'm doing, that's air quotes. Mm. Comedian, Bruce (laughs) Valanche, versus the apparently reclusive, suddenly reclusive fitness guru,
0: Richard Simmons. Bruce Valanche, I don't, I kind of get the feeling you wouldn't even be able to find it. He's fat. He's a fat guy. But like kind of just like a mess, like a lot of, Beard and hair. Yeah. Doesn't, nothing seems to really be working there. No. Uh, Would agree. The rap on Simmons was he would pull that thing out any chance he could get. Is that true? Well, I mean, it was basically hanging out all the time.
2: Like, Letterman asked him to close his legs several times.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like Gary on Stern would just say, like, they'd be in the green room right before they go in and he would just whip his dong out. And wow. then he'd be like, Richard, put that away. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, he was <laughs> wow. he was very he's that into guy. just showing. So you don't do that unless you're packing serious heat. That's true. That's true, so, yeah. Definitely going Simmons.
2: Yeah, and he was real into his, he was always very tan. I feel like he tanned his dong. Like, yeah, Simmons yeah. is definitely, he's the more known guy. Um, that's, of course, from our very own writes of Bill. Thank you for that. Thank you,
0: bro. Bill. No, oh, please, please don't take three weeks off. We're, we're happy to hear it. Just, I don't, I don't like creeping on women. No, no. Ed's only. I, I like to keep it normal. I like to only
2: check out That's famous right. dudes. It's, it's only in it for the dong. Everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, okay, speaking of dicks, what is going on in the world of high school football, Ed?
0: Well, Spokane, Washington school officials have suspended a Ferris, High, a Ferris High football coach as they investigate allegations he exposed himself to players at a camp last summer. The Spokesman Review reports a player claimed Jim Sharkey exposed his penis inside a hot dog bun to his players at a leadership camp last summer. Here's a quote. You think that's a big dog? Take a look at this, Sharkey allegedly said. Sharkey has called the allegations false and vowed to fight the charges public documents obtained by the newspaper friday show a district official wrote in september she was unable to substantiate allegations the coach exposed himself but gave him a written reprimand for allowing alcohol to be consumed in front of the students he was placed on administrative leave february 1st brian yeah if he is ever reinstated and given his obvious love of the movie Bachelor Party, when do you think he hires a donkey and feeds it cocaine? <laughs> yes. He's, he's
2: definitely. He's Nick the Dick. Yeah, he's definitely that guy. Nick the Dick. Tawny Katane, what up? Um, he, this, there's two kinds. Obviously, this guy's packing a decent-sized hog. There's two kinds of guys with big dongs. The guy that's real shy about it and is like gets annoyed when you bring up his massive hog. And then there's the guy that just won't put it away. He's so fucking proud of it. Yep. He's got it out all the time. Hey, like, check this out. Puts in a hot dog bun, does the old wristwatch trick. Yeah. Y- you know, there's, there's actually the, a bunch the of tricks. Du-
0: the, the dummies that they know that's their only game. Yeah. They're they're whipping it out it's all true. the time. Yeah, they don't they
2: they don't have other jokes.
0: Like the the smart guys that don't want to undermine themselves and just being known as the 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 dick guy, they're the ones who are maybe a little more secretive about it. Uh, yeah, totally. Uh, but high school football, no
2: harm, no foul. Like I recall, and when I played high school football, that there were instances where guys would get locked, they'd get thrown, like the lockers had that, um, they weren't like, um, they didn't, cl- they closed, but they were like chicken wire or just like a grain. Right. So they would put a person inside that locker and then lock it. And then all the big fat, disgusting linemen would come over and piss on the guy. <laughs> like my, that's a my coach was a regular coach.
0: My coach was an absolute moron. Yeah. He was really stupid. Like, I remember he gave this whole pregame speech and he badly misspelled a word on the chalkboard he kept pointing to. It. <laughs> and everybody's like, look, like, it, like we the were playing Inclave? Buccaneers. Yeah. Like, no, we were playing the Buccaneers. Yeah. And he wrote, fuck the the bus on there instead of bucks. Yeah. And so the whole time he's like pointing at it and we're all looking at each other. And he's trying to psych us up and we're like, fuck the bus. What The fuck's this guy talking yeah. about yeah he was a dummy Fuck the so, yeah. well may, maybe if new jersey offered a little
2: bit better pensions to its teachers yeah. slash coaches you could have got a decent guy in there ed
0: yeah guess what his name was ed, ed.
2: <laughs> well <laughs> in his defense he was born in the 50s
0: uh he, he might have been older than that
2: <laughs> uh we got a running theme in the sports topics here ed what what else is going on
0: well, uh, Friday night, the Lakers unveiled a statue of Shaquille O'Neal and uh, got teammates sharing stories about their Hall of Fame teammate. Even his ex coach and current dogshit next team president, Phil Jackson, was there to share stories. And I'll add, this was instead of scouting the UCLA Kentucky game oh, like every other GM. That's right. Like they they asked him, like, "Hey, are you doing that?" He's like, "No, I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the statue unveiling." It's like, "Oh, well, glad they're paying you twelve million a year." Anyway, so this is Phil Jackson. Well, you know, numbers of times he could crack a team up with humorous effects on the floor. There were times when he shocked us all in practice, in a practice situation, especially when he showed up nude with just his shoes on. And here's a quote from Rick Fox. Yeah. I'm just scarred by the one where he ran out into the middle of the court naked before practice. I can't get that image out of my mind. Derek Fisher, who said that O'Neal would then try to hug people while he was naked at practice. Fisher said he became really good at running away, even saying, that's why when I hit that shot in San Antonio in 2004, that's why we were so good at sprinting off the court. Now, Brian, is there anything worse than pranking a teammate who likes to rub his dong against you? No, no,
2: that is a a major foul, especially somebody that could easily – dominate you physically like there's there's not really anybody that's gonna out wrestle the Jack. biggest
0: dude around yes he's- the only guy the only guy that like could actually sometimes move him off the block was rodman because he was full-on just insane
2: yeah and he he knew angles and he was smart and that's all he did is all he had to do was Get in position to get rebounds, uh, the, Shaq is just he's just a monster, and that should be an imprisonable offense scaring people with your Shaq sized body, your Shaq sized naked even body, if, and your Shaq sized
0: dick. Even if Shaq is subpar, right? Let, let's say even if he was subpar proportionally, yeah. it's still going to be staggering. Yeah, it's got to be massive. I mean, like. There's no way it isn't massive. And I've heard
2: I've heard as much that it's like doesn't that people that have seen it are like it's not that impressive. But, but, but if it was so you
0: or me, it would right. be like, oh my god, it's,
2: what what is that? Yeah, it it would have to be it would have to be registered as a deadly weapon if it were <laughs> if it were proportionate to his massive body. And, and I saw him at that statue unveiling, and his body has gotten much, much,
0: much Is that more massive.
2: <laughs> yeah, not in I don't think he could uh, be He's not running the break, running up and down the floor with uh, Dirk Nowitzki these days. Uh, okay, what else, Ed?
0: All right, there's a San Diego group trying to buy an expansion team in the MLS. Now, as a way of involving the. Uh, Community, they asked the potential fans on Facebook to brainstorm and submit a bunch of team names they might like to see and vote on it. Now, they're down to the top nine, and Uh here's where things stand right now, so you can tell me what you think. Number nine right now is San Diego AFC for America's Finest City, Mm -hmm. AFC. Mm -hmm. Okay, Eighth, Athletic Club San Diego. Man, these soccer names are fucking awful. What
2: is going on? on like
0: they love fc and athletic like, club like it's not the fucking local why like the coyotes
2: the rattlesnakes the fucking fish like all right
0: all right Go number on. seven san diego armada all right it's a nickname it's something yeah san diego soul in sixth place now soul is bad the phoenix Suns. sun is it's just kind of it's dumb soul we get it. Yeah, it's just it's a very different stupid. Different word. Well, for you hate
2: you hate teams that don't have a plural name
0: and an to Get the fuck out! Yes,
2: yeah, like it's like the Miami Heat, the Orlando
0: Magic, Thunder, the Thunder. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, we're gonna get attacked by the noise.
2: Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the noise is gonna get us. I I totally agree with you on this one. Yeah,
0: go on. Uh, number five, Mission San Diego FC. Whoa. What does that even mean mission san diego it's so confusing next fourth it's in fourth place san diego football club boring there, yeah real boring third place you had to know the fucking trump guys would get involved the san diego bad hombres <laughs> i want that one to win by the way nope no you don't <laughs> second place another crummy one san diego surf oh boring that's that's boring. gonna win that's what they're gonna make it. Yep. Well we've got a we got a pretty substantial lead for the first one, and it's footy McFooty face.
2: I mean that's a pretty good one.
0: It's the best one of all time.
2: <laughs> the San Diego Footy McFooty face.
0: <laughs> so uh Brian, since we we've already established we've got the greatest listeners in the world. I think it would be now, now would be a good time to call them to action and make sure footy gets uh voted in. Uh, absolutely. Well, it's it's got a huge lead, they're gonna have to, a do, huge lead. They're, they're gonna, gonna come up with a technicality, yeah. They're right? gonna
2: do the thing where that, that ship in England and the Royal Navy what? they had Bodie McBoatface, like Bodie McBoatface won by a huge margin. And so, but they ended up calling it like the Sir David Attenborough or something,
0: and and they gave it like a like a sub, like a yeah, they gave it kind of offshoot, like life raft or something. They're
2: gonna do the same thing. They're gonna like call the team the Surf, and then but then their um, their mascot, Uh yeah, their mascot's gonna be called Footy. Like, oh, here's our mascot Footy, isn't it cute? He's so he's so wacky. You think since it's in San Diego, they can coax out of retirement the great Ted (laughs) Genuelis. (laughs) <laughs> you love that. AKA message. the San Diego chicken. <laughs> Do you, What are the odds that they can pull that out?
0: Gotta think Ted was, was sampling the Ye yo back in the day. <laughs> of course, it was the 80s. Uh, <laughs> I will say this,
2: Ed. You, you, the bad hombres, you're not a fan of. But this could bring us back to a time, a, a long-lost time, of the very, very racist team mascot
0: like they, <laughs> you mean, like my football team? Yes, they can. They can have like the big mustache. Like yes, he's gonna look like a, like a caricature of Pancho Villa.
2: Yeah, like he could be taking a siesta with a with a big um, hat on, like sombrero. There is a, a there's a high school football team in here in Southern California. Yeah, they're out in the desert near Palm Springs in the in the Coachella Valley, and the team, the high school team mascot they're called the arabs the coachella what arabs and the and the mascot is like exactly what you're picturing he's got (laughs) he's got like the chic like headdress on flying carpet or anything i think he did at one point i think they might have taken him off the front flying carpet it is the most it's the most awesome and frightening thing at the same time. So I've, I feel like if bad hombres won, like they could, we could get back to a time when that was just like normal, like let's, Hey, let's go uh, get a sandwich at Sambo's or, you know, like they're just like, <laughs> even like Aunt Jemima. It's like, Whoa, hold on. Uncle Ben, like guys, they do they
0: only gave Aunt Jemima a perm. Like, like 10 years ago. <laughs> it's crazy. She was, she was full on gone with the wind. Mammy. Like until until yes. like ten years ago, very very unsettling. It was, it was very uncomfortable. Now should I should I
2: get like I just assumed the Bodie Mc did the Footy McFootface come from Bodie face or is the Bodie face a reference that I don't get? Is it like from a movie or something?
0: Oh no, I, I, I think just, it's just a hero. Well, I, love I it. think a hero came up with that. I love it. Now Footy McFootface. Or big footy face. Yeah, uh, I think I think they just know that the movement is out there, yeah. and we need we need heroic it's, names. It's glorious! You just can't put in the age of
2: the internet. You just can't put things out. You can't crowdsource ideas anymore.
0: But all that being said, yeah, if if they went with that name, yeah. and got the franchise, that would would break records for ML, MLS like apparel Dear. sales. Totally. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, the, like it's not offensive and it's going to sell a shitload of products. The um
2: here in LA, we already have, as far as I know, two MLS franchises here in LA. One is called um one is called the LA Galaxy. Be- I've heard of them. I that believe- was Beckham, right? Yeah, Beckham was there. Landon Brandon Donovan, as Travis Rogers calls him. Landon Donovan played there. I think he might be, I think he might have come out of retirement. Then also in the same stadium, there's another MLS team called Chivas. Now there's a, there's a, there's a franchise in Mexico, I think that plays in the MLS. I'm probably screwing this up called Chivas, but there's also one here like in LA pros? called Chivas. Yeah, like Chivas. Yeah. Chivas USA. So they're, they're also there now. They've torn down the San Diego Sports Arena to build another football stadium football soccer stadium for a third MLS team and this one they t- talk about blowing a fucking chance this one's called like the Los Angeles Football Club. Ugh. Like who's buying a shirt that says that? Who's buying a that's just boring. Kid? Los Angeles Football Club. Imagine the Los Angeles footy mcfooty faces. Like yeah, winter. people would
0: be on board. Missed an, missed opportunity. How bad is the, the soccer team near me, the Red Bulls? Like you're just buying yeah. an energy drink advertisement. Yeah, that's, that's terrible. Lame. Like the the sponsor is the name of the team. I think their logo is just like it's the just Red like you, you you're buying you're buying an ad. Yeah, the Red Bull super lame bullshit. Uh, okay, one more. I- uh, in a recent ESPN piece about NBA players' eating habits. The Lakers nutritionist relayed a story about Dwight Howard. Now, Howard's fingers were tingling during a game. So Lakers nutritionist Dr. Kate Shanahan, with two decades of experience in the field, knew Howard possessed a legendary sweet tooth. And she suspected his consumption of sugar was causing a nerve dysfunction called dysthesia, which she'd she'd seen – She'd seen in patients with pre-diabetes. I didn't know pre was, I thought once you got it, you got it. But anyway, after calls with his bodyguard, chef, and personal assistant, she uncovered a startling fact. Howard had been scarfing down about two dozen chocolate bars worth of sugar every single day for years, possibly as long as a decade. Two dozen? You name it, he ate it, she said. Skittles, Starbursts, Rolos, Snickers, Mars Bars, Twizzlers, Almond Joys, Kit Kats, and oh, how he loved Reese's Pieces. Now, Brian, which NBA player is going to have a longer life after leaving the NBA? Dwight Howard or Lamar Odom? (laughs) That's, That's a tough
2: one because they both apparently have their demons. Yes. I don't... Lamar Odom you kind of root for seems like a nice guy this is Dwight Howard he's just a clown he's a snake guy he supposedly owns like 20 something reptiles
0: and <laughs> well then you should love him at least but, at least as many children <laughs> then he's qualified to be your best friend um but he does look like he's fucking chiseled, chiseled from granite like yeah. he looks insane it's not fair He's not like one of these seven footers that's lanky or, you know, out of shape. Like he is in the most shape, and he's
2: shoveling that in. He looks like he could rep out five hundred a couple times on the bench press. Like his chest and shoulders are just massive, and they always have been. But these guys, when they're playing, they eat whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they're playing basketball every single day, hardcore. So they and they're young, so they eat whatever they want. This, mark my words, this Dwight Howard within three years of retirement is going to be is going to be looking like Kevin Duckworth. (laughs) Yeah, he'll be in the Sean Kemp physique. Yes, yes, they all he'll he'll be looking worse than Shaq looks right now. Buster Douglas. Yeah, they're just going to keep. They only know one way to eat, and they're just going to keep eating that way but they're not going to be exercising the, the way they do now. And their meta- as some of us whose ages start with a four learn, your metabolism just does not function the same way
0: later in life no. as it does earlier in life, which is bullshit. What, what do you think Oliver Miller looks like? And also, what do you think he was eating? Because he was big... He was big while he was playing NBA basketball. He was big in college. Well, they just didn't. When he was playing with uh, Corliss Williamson. They just didn't have the same genetic. Right. There was no such thing as a nutritionist either. Right.
2: Yeah. Also, like they need, they were the type of people that need to, to eat healthy in the first place. Ed, it has become a common theme lately that the movie Idiocracy. Ever since rubes were hoodwinked into making a Cheeto dusted huckster with a Russian cock in his mouth, the president of the United <laughs> States. And wh- while that movie has proven prophetic, it came out in 2006. So it wasn't a giant leap to guess that's where we were going to end up. But I'd like to think about the Truman Show, Ed. That shit came out in 1998. And now basically everyone has a reality show of their own via apps like Snapchat, Instagram. Everyone that is, except for some people in Scotland who were forced (laughs) to live in the wilderness as part of a reality show for a year only to learn later that no one was actually watching because the show (laughs) was cancelled after only four episodes. (laughs) Uh, TV show contestants spend year in wilderness with no one watching. What was this show called? Uh, Oh, Eden. The Channel 4 program Eden, coming back from isolation, means not just coming to terms with 2017, but also news that their year of toil in the wilderness barely made it on television. The program, which first aired... In July last year, was billed as a social experiment where 23 strangers were brought to the remote West Highlands of Scotland to build a self-sufficient community away from technology and modern tools. They had that show here, and it was canceled here, too. The year-long saga would be recorded by four crew members and personal cameras, however... Only four episodes of the show, covering March, April, and May, were screened as viewing figures dropped from 1.7 million to 800,000. Sexual jealousy, infighting, and hunger also meant that over the year, a reported 13 of the 23 contestants left the show, though Channel 4 (laughs) would not confirm the dropouts. Despite the show being taken off the air, those still toiling for survival in the wilds of the 600-acre estate on the ardna merchant peninsula were not informed that their ordeal had not been broadcast since august ed Ed, is this what we should do with the kardashians and the real housewives
0: and the vanderpumps (laughs) just don't even plug the cameras in or anything just be like yeah we're going we're rolling you're on
2: tv right now don't worry yeah we got it everyone
0: loves you you're doing great it is amazing because of all. I mean, we are a couple decades into heavy saturation with reality show people, and like there have been thousands of contestants by now in these game shows. Yeah, and like yeah, four still doing it. Four of them have made something of themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. four have gotten famous. That's it. Yeah, they're all. And the rest of them have sad lives. Yeah, and the world will never – you'll never be able to satiate the world's desire to laugh at people and because yeah. you know that's the whole point. Everybody loves laughing at people that are worse than them. But they're all, it's so- they're all convinced. And people are lining up. Yeah, they're all convinced because someone just
2: needs to see me. Oh, what's your talent? Do you do comedy? Do you act? Do you sing? No. They just need to see me. People need to get to know me, and once they know me – they're gonna love me because I'm me because I I have something that people are just gonna glom onto. They're just gonna to want to know me and see more of me. Think of think of that kind of person. Think of what kind of person that is.
0: It's and the it's the people that are that are on Hollywood Boulevard. Is that where it is? Where the yeah. where they dress like yes. Superman? Yeah. Um. They're, I I remember Conan O'Brien saying in an interview that like he gets approached by people all the time. Like. Oh, I'd love to be a guest on your show. And he's like, "Oh, are you an actor, a yeah, singer?" Like, yeah. no, no, I just, I just want to be just on your want show. To
2: be a guest. I will, well, once <laughs> I was a guest, I would kill it as a guest, and then the offers would come pouring in. All I need to do is be a guest. Uh, Ed. Actually, there's a guy on Hollywood Boulevard that's like the world's greatest Johnny Depp impersonator, and he <laughs> di- he liked a couple of my Instagram pictures one time. And I will say this: <laughs> like, I don't know if he's got the voice down like you do. But the guy looks a he lot. He looks like the him. part? I think I looked at his Instagram, and he even has hat, taken a couple pictures with the actual Johnny Depp. And it's like – looks a lot like him. Looks like two – like one Johnny Depp and one Johnny Depp, which is a little bit off the modern, current.
0: Does he dress as the pirate, though? He does. Or his, does he dress he like, like Johnny Depp? He does all the looks.
2: He does the pirate. He does the scarf thing. Well, because Johnny Depp's also sort of doing the pirate when he's not. Dressed as a pirate, so it's not really that far off. A lot of
0: scarves, a lot of bangle That's bracelets. Um, a, a friend of a friend made a documentary on one of those Hollywood Boulevard. This, it was called like Waiting for Superman or something like that. Yeah, or not Waiting for Superman was something else, but su- it was something Superman being Superman, and it was just following this dude around in his life, and like it was just the saddest thing, and like. His only time leaving Hollywood Boulevard was to go to like a Superman convention in Minnesota. Like it was, it was really sad. It's it's fun. A couple, like every once in
2: a while in the local news, they'll have a story about a knife fight beque- because a second <laughs> Superman has shown up and they'll they'll go at it in the street because it's like we'll it's see just it's if my you're turn. made a steel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ed United Airlines. This was a big story this week. United. If you've ever like had a uh, a relative that worked for the airlines or a friend, sometimes they'll hook you up and they'll be like, "Hey, look, like I know you need to get to Las Vegas. Go to the airport on Saturday morning. We need need to go and check in, and you can fly standby." Which means you sit there and wait the whole fucking day until there's an empty seat on one of the planes going to the place you want to go, and you can sit in that seat. But there's some minor rules that you have to – you can't look like a slob. You have to because you're representing an employee of the airline, even though none of the fucking other passengers know that, do they? No. So these apparently young girls showed up to fly from Denver to Minneapolis on a on a united airlines flight and the worker the whoever was in charge of the gate decided that they could not make the flight because they were they wouldn't be allowed to board because they didn't meet the dress code requirements because the 10-year-old girl was wearing leggings apparently as a rule they you need to be, if you're a girl, you need to be wearing a dress or some sort of something that women used to wear back in the 1900s. And as such, this young lady was not allowed to fly. And it, of course, the story went viral and United just doubled down on it. She didn't meet the appearance standards, the dress code, blah, blah, blah. It was a very big story on all the news, everywhere on the internet this week. And Ed, I have to ask you, in retrospect, what's the better course of action? Barring a child from a flight because of a 50 years out of date dress code and having your brand savaged on social media <laughs> or allowing a normally dressed child to board a flight to Minneapolis with little, literally zero
0: repercussions for anyone it's the whole thing is just it's it's so disheartening that this yeah. still exists. Um But when I noticed like all the tweets and corporate tweets trying to pile on, I noticed one of them was Delta trying to troll United. I like that. And it's like, I like when corporations, social media fight. Hang on a second. But why wouldn't United fire back? Well, at least we didn't put feces in our blankets was, like last week.
2: Yeah, Delta had a shit in their blanket last week. We talked about that. That was unfortunate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like a perfect opportunity, and yes. United, like they're like, don't say anything. We're just going to stay quiet, be apologetic. Like right there, fire back. Like fuck you, it's Delta. A
2: debate one hundred and one. Go on the offensive. Like Delta weighs in, you attack, attack, attack. It gets it gets right. the pressure off of you.
0: Right. You bring back and you you know Delta was retweeting everything to get the word out so there would be somebody else. Like, No, no, no. Let's not lose focus. You had feces in your fucking blankets. Yeah. And this is one of those
2: things where somebody with a little tiny bit of power felt the need to really use every ounce of the power that they had when really it's I'm sure that the letter of the law, of the dress code, does say something ridiculous. Meanwhile, little girls wear leggings every single fucking day, and they look fine, and no one <laughs> right. would ever notice. No one ever would stop and go, what's that little girl wearing? Because every other little girl on the plane was probably wearing the exact same thing. Uh, this person should be shamed. This person yeah. is an asshole.
0: Right. They they should have their picture out there. Everyone should know who they are and shame the shit out of them. Yeah. Yes. But like, yeah, like you said, some people, they get a little bit of power. I mean, I, I haven't been since Amazon became, you know, most of my shopping. Right. But remember when you'd go to Best Buy? Oh, yeah. And there would be a dude with a highlighter who, like, had to look at your shit. Yes. No matter yeah. what it was, you were holding, like, a pack of batteries. Yep. And there would be some dude with a highlighter, like, needing to check at it. The it's the like, All right. We got it. We got it, buddy. Yeah. You have a little power and that's what you're going to do. Exactly. Exactly. And there's
2: it's it's a problem. Um and it and it happens all the time. It's you give somebody a tiny bit of power and it's always the wrong person. It's that the person right. that the person that has ascended to that level is the person
0: that should be the least in power, but it never works that way. Just one one thing about people like abusing their position or thinking they're more important than they are. Did you see during the tournament this week, um, a beat reporter was pissed off that a kid got his question asked before him at a press conference? Yes, I did see that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, it's real cute, but some of us have deadlines. Yeah. It's like, buddy, yeah. not one of you guys has asked an interesting question right. in twenty five years. Yeah. So just like use the kid's question. Like it doesn't matter."
2: It's not. It's not like the. It's not like the White House press briefing where Helen Thomas has been reporting since the Nixon administration. So she always yeah. gets the first question.
0: Like, calm down, guy. The people are just like they're just not that important. Nobody's that important. Yeah. No one. Yeah. Okay, one more Ed, and then we got. Yeah. A, it's a special week for us.
2: Nice. Somebody's joining us.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Ed and more viral news. Some dude mm-hmm. called Brad's wife got clipped from her job at Cracker Barrel, which I think is like a, um, like a, it's like a
0: Denny's, right? It's like a diner. Right? I've seen like a it. breakfast joint. I've never been there, but I've seen it. I it it's a rest stop kind of place, right? I think. Well,
2: this chick lost her job for some reason, and Brad, the husband, took to Facebook to get some answers, and many many heroes in the public. Jumped in to help him out, Ed. um, Just a sampling. Hold on, let me find the story here. Um, He, I think he started with just a basic like went to their Facebook page and was like, "Hey, yeah, hey, why did you?" He said, "Why did you fire my wife?" And people jumped in. They're like asking him, like, what happened? Why was she let go? And he, and then everybody piled on. We demand answers for Brad and his wife. Australia demands justice for Brad's <laughs> wife. Brad, we will help you find justice. And this Brad is all into it. Thank you. He's thanking everybody. Everybody's into it. <laughs> Uh, and then pe- and then people were like just random. They were saying the food quality has
0: gone downhill since Brad's wife yeah. got canned. S-
2: somebody somebody's like God bless all women, and uh, some other heroes like, including Brad's wife, who was fired <laughs> by Cracker Barrel after eleven years of faithful service. Uh, somebody's like I I like to eat Cracker Barrel, and, and somebody's like it's gone downhill since they fired Brad's wife. <laughs> awesome food. Brad's wife is awesome. It just goes – I mean there's thousands of them. It goes
0: on and on and it's on. It's what's good about the internet.
2: It really is. Like heroes
0: really – and footy McFooty face. I totally agree. Uh, Ed, there
2: is no, still no definitive answer on what happened to Brad's wife after 11 years. I can say I've never been to Cracker Barrel, obviously, but I can say definitively that I won't be eating there anytime soon unless we receive some answers and hashtag justice for Nanette, because that was her name. So Ed, I need to know, can someone named Nanette be employed
0: anywhere but the Cracker Barrel? (laughs) Probably not. And also, do you think like Cracker Barrel people, like management was like, hey, We've got somebody who's been working here 11 years. Like, we've never had anyone last more than three. Yes, I know. What are we supposed to do? And, like, they just kind of panicked. They're like, I don't know, she's getting pretty senior. Like, nobody stays here this long. Who?
2: Yes. 11 years. That's a long time. That's a long time.
0: That's a big chunk of your life. Her name was Nanette. What else was she going to do? I don't, I just feel like. You move to the the diner. Like you you just keep moving to the those those are the people that make lots of lateral moves. You don't cracker powerful eleven years. Totally.
2: Totally. That's unfortunate. Ed, it's she wasn't with us last week. I believe she was with us the week before. It's hit or miss when we are able to book She'll let us know when she's in. This person, yes. She's here when she can get here. When she's not here, people get upset. Luckily, she's with us today. Of course, I'm talking about our very own pop culture correspondent. The one, the only, Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy?
1: I'm not fishing for compliments here, but do people really care? From yeah, here or they not. do,
0: yes. Of course, they do. Yes, really? it's, yes. It's part of the show. People, it's like, yeah, they they tuned into a show, thinking yeah. it's the the show they expect, and we're they're and not they, getting. it.
1: And then they get let down. Yes,
0: they expect. Have you
1: seen? I'm have sorry, you Brian
0: and I fumble through. The, I, try, this segment? I try. Yes, I try to be she here. Yeah,
1: some days she, I just don't make it. We, uh,
2: fancy and Fancy Sauce and I had an appointment yesterday with our accountant. Mm. And I we I walk in. The accountant comes out. Anthony. Anthony. Mm-hmm. This guy's the best. He, he's great. He comes out to greet me, and he's like, "I just want to tell you." He goes, "You guys are doing my favorite podcast right now."
1: So nice.
2: He's like, "I'm not even fucking with you." He's like, "I'm loving the show." He's like, "I," and so he's cool. like quoting stories that we've talked about, and I, that, fuck yeah, Anthony. I, I don't even remember Anthony in Huntington Beach is a star, uh, <clears throat> but he's you know. Like him, if he's you're like,
0: not using him as your
2: accountant, you're I, terrible. Right, that's exactly right. Uh, he, you know, he's one of those people. He's like, hey, I need Kate on there every week. What is going on? It just, you know, people people miss you.
1: If you guys are looking for a great tax accountant, yeah, Martin and Associates, yeah. Anthony.
2: Yeah, he's the man. Uh, okay, yeah, there you go. Um, quickly, Kate, do you know?
1: I don't know much. Let's are be you honest.
2: are you familiar with John Goslin?
1: He's that, oh, yeah, he's Kate, that. Eight Kate is what?
2: Yeah, he's that dude in Pennsylvania. <laughs> what was that show called? John and Kate plus eight. Okay, he's eight. that dude in
0: she wasn't the one. She's not Octomom. She
2: no, she, just she does have. Eight eight. No, they like, had like, like a
1: bunch of kids. Well, no, they had
2: two, and then they had six,
1: and then they had a, yeah, a, re- a reality show about right. All they, their. Fucking kids.
2: They had two children and then they had six <laughs> children. And
0: then they just got pushed out of the news by the family that had like thirty kids. Well, they got divorced. Like they had a good thing going, but they could it's like the flipper flop. Yeah, what was the what was the family that like some of the brothers were molesting? And like there was oh, the Duggers. There was like eighteen. The Duggars. Oh, yes. That was yes, a
1: yes, gross yes. TLC show about the Duggars. Um, gross um Christian. Well, that's I mean not they're, they're what's not gross, gross because 'cause them. they're Christians, yes. but that was
2: – They had way too many children. Three is too many. Three is too many children. If you're within the sound of my voice and you have three children, no, you have too
1: the, many. The, the, three is a
0: lot to handle.
1: Like, I can't possibly
0: fathom it. Yeah, no, no. But I'm not against, three, you don't care about it. I'm
1: them. not against Christians, but the Christiany aspect of this was also a huge turnoff. I mean back
2: in the day, you needed to have a lot of kids because a couple of them would die. A couple then, of your farm hands would go. Yeah, and you needed people to work the farm. Also, the mom might kick off in during one of the childbirths, in which case let the me, sister would have to Let me
1: over. be more specific. It's yeah. the Christian-y aspect where right. they weren't allowed to talk about sex with the kids. Also, sex was like a taboo subject. And guess what happens? Your kids start fooling around together. That's right. Because you don't talk about it. They, <laughs> don't, they don't. They're not allowed to talk about it. Lust. Hey, hang on a lust second because you don't like, have the sex talk they start
0: they start, like... they start committing exactly incest right. exactly so, Well, you're right.
1: told that lust is a huge thing yeah, that's saying. an <laughs> fact you're probably like told that <laughs> masturbation kills kittens yeah it's true
0: yeah you go blind if you masturbate one of them but uh... one of them was on ally Ma-
2: ashley madison and also yes. like did stuff with one of his sisters
1: yeah I'm very, I'm also i think really he sad. was like
2: but they Some had like, they had like two dozen kids, right? Like they had something
1: insane. So I accidentally insane. started a live video. I think sorry. it was
0: nineteen or
1: twenty. Oh that's
0: uh. that's like when you when you have sixteen too many. Yeah. Seventeen too many. Yes. Yeah, of course bad things happen. Well, my dad was the oldest of eight oh and there was there was stuff going Catholics. on there. Netflix. Oh, there was <laughs> Yeah, not between the kids, just yes. you know, not all of them were parented equally. Is this is this why you got to buy the drinks? Which what is this?
2: Why, why when you go out, you got you're picking up tabs with the old man?
0: Uh, wow, well, yeah, <laughs> we, we we got other issues. Though. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So, there's, uh, there's the, some the... the point of this, John,
2: jar- <laughs> he's not listening. Ish Ish has sent a Ish has sent a story that John Goslin. He's gotten Ugh. some hair plugs.
1: Oh, I he's thought a, they look good. He's a little wee
2: guy. He's mm-hmm. not an in-shape guy, as far as I know. Last we heard, he, he was- He was
1: really into, like, Ed Hardy for a yeah, while. Yeah, he
2: was, he was friends with like, Christian Audigier, oh, So we know he was yeah. cool. Yeah, of
1: course. Heavily yes, into yes. the Ed Hardy brand anyway, was his brand.
2: His new gig is, he's a stripper, in near, no. near oh. where Ed lives, Atlantic City, New Jersey. <laughs> He no. yes he's he's it. got a review at a strip club and Ish wants to know under what circumstances would Kate want to see John Goslin naked?
1: None. No. Under no. I gotta say Atlantic City? absolutely yeah. Yeah. no circumstances. A- Atlantic
2: City's a real shithole, right, Ed?
1: Yeah, I've oh, I've, I've hold uh... the press. Yes, I've just found a flyer. Yeah. For his male review, yes. John Goslin in Untamed, yeah, and have you seen this picture? Yes,
2: he's ripping his shirt off. <laughs> he has got yeah,
1: he's got some kind of gross beard going on too. Yeah,
2: he's disgusting. Yeah,
1: he's, he's a really. He doesn't look thirty nine. Really,
2: Ed, gross. will you be venturing out to see John Goslin's review at um, in Atlantic City? I.
0: I've been to both Vegas and Atlantic City. I'm not a Vegas guy. Like, no. it's, it's, it's not a thing. But Vegas is paradise compared to Atlantic City. Atlantic City is just when you imagine, like, sad old ladies pulling the slots. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Awful. And then surrounded by urban blight. Like, it's awful. Yes. <laughs> it's fucking, there, there are a couple amazing sandwich places around there. That's all it's good for. <laughs> I love that. That's what you've key, you keyed in on. Yeah. yeah. Like, get a real good sub. Like, I went to a bachelor party there, and it was
1: – Just the, like on The Sopranos. Like I'm it, pretty sure i like, by the bada bang. Yeah,
0: yeah,
2: every, every kind of sad possible. Uh, okay, and quickly, I, I wanted to get to this last week. There was a tweet. Dean No Longer an O hit you up, and you're like, let's take this up on the show. Help. How does someone know if they're basic? And how does one cease being basic? Asking for a friend. Kate, help our buddy Dean out. Let him know what makes someone basic. And how do they remedy that situation?
1: I mean, this isn't across the board, but if you're asking if you're basic.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Dean.
1: You might be basic. Dean, oh, no. I'm oh, no. Dean. Dean, I'm just
2: kidding. Uh, Dean, that's impossible. You're not. <laughs> just by virtue of listening to this show, you're not basic. Yeah, no, that's You true. are in a very that's true. exclusive, a little too exclusive. Why don't you guys like tell your neighbors yeah. and the guys that you work <laughs> I with? I'd like to share. be less exclusive. Yeah. Be, be like my accountant and talk the show up. Also, my accountant is literally the only person in my personal life that has ever mentioned the fact that I do a podcast. <laughs> Meanwhile, every every single one of Ed's friends is, like, weighing in. They're emailing. One of Ed's buddies is our number one fan, Sarah Dermak. All of these guys are, like, invested, involved in what he's up to. And here's an impression of anyone I know in real life.
1: Hey, you still doing that podcast thing?
2: <laughs> anyway, Kate, um, what is going on in the world of – oh, you're still on basic?
1: Well, I was yeah, gonna offer, going to offer – Keep basic. I was going to yeah. offer – All right that the defining characteristic of basicness is that it's somebody that's devoid of anything interesting and yeah. kind of like goes with the, follows right. the pack, follows all the lamestream trends, right. does all the obvious things, likes all the obvious things, but isn't, no has, has no depth or is right. right. And I mean, look, if you're into the seasonal menu at Starbucks, you might be oh, basic. Oh yes,
2: yeah, pumpkin spice lattes. You really excited when those come but out? But
0: if I, I, I'm not into anything at Starbucks. But yeah. if you're into, like, if you enjoy, like a, like a fall themed beverage, Starbucks—that's a problem. I mean, it might be.
1: No, I'm just kidding. It could be. No, I mean, it's.
2: It I would be. say it's an indicator.
1: You know what? Bud it's Light, indicator. also it's, an indicator. Yes,
2: Bud Light, very much an indicator of basicness. <laughs>
1: If you're a chick well, I, and your favorite movie is The Notebook yeah. and you own a pair of Lululemon yes, leggings, there you go. It could be basic.
0: Mm-hmm. Lululemon, <laughs> I the one on. where I, I mean, you could see.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, I like those. Yeah, I, I'm in favor of those. Because the problem is, is that they're 100 bucks. Not that I've ever walked into Lululemon and priced things out, but I have. And they're very expensive. The
1: Lululemon murder is one of my favorite oh, yeah. true crime yeah, so stories. some chick killed her coworker savagely. Because
2: she thought she was going like, to tell on her for stealing.
1: It's a great story. And wow. then
2: she tried to stage it. like I think it was in Boston. And she tried to stage it like it was a, a break-in. Yeah. Okay, Kate. Okay. I hope that answers your question, Like, Dean. if
1: you and your girlfriend sit around and want to know, like, which character you'd be from Sex and the City. Yeah. Yes. And- and everyone wants to be Carrie. You're right. basic.
0: Well, Kate, you're a total. I think I said on. on <laughs> I think I said on Twitter when this verse was asked. Remember, nothing is actually cool. So you might as well okay. just be into whatever the fuck you want to be into. That's right. That's right. Nothing is cool. That's um, nothing.
1: My stepdaughter the other day Don't told try. me that um, there was some like themed dress day That's cool. Oh, that Dr. Seuss the Nazi week.
2: Yeah,
1: and. He wasn't oh. a Nazi, but he was a racist. Oh, was he? Well, he was did that all true? that um, Are going to get sued family? Oh, he did propaganda. Uh, everybody
0: did that back he, then. He, he, had he, he had his issues, but he also spoke out about, Later no, he spoke no, he out about a, nationalism, too. He, oh, he did?
1: But he had a change of heart. It's so well yes. documented. Yes. Is it? Oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and and she said reason. to me like that a popular costume, she's like, oh, the kids at school have unicorn onesie outfits. And I'm like, yeah, yeah they're all basic. Yeah that's a basic it's, outfit and you don't want that. You don't
2: want to you don't want to follow the So pack. I had to explain to do her. Your what, you do your thing. Do whatever yeah. basic you want. Yeah, right. Do your thing.
1: I was like the good thing about you is when it comes to style, you're not yeah. basic.
2: It's like wear wear floral shorts with a striped shirt and maybe you and know,
1: maybe throw on a fanny. clash
2: back. your patterns and <laughs> ascend to the highest <laughs> throne there is. The pattern king? king? The king of all patterns. Like, do that. That's not basic.
1: Like a title that you've given yourself? No.
2: Oh. I've been, it's well documented. Words out. Words on the street. It's well documented that I'm the pattern king, the king of all patterns. Right.
1: That's Number one pattern man. If you start a hashtag about yourself and then it catches Uh, on.
2: Justice for Nanette. How dare you. Uh, Okay. What else is going on? Kate, what is going on in the world of pop Stop taking the focus away from Nanette. Yes. (laughs) Brad's wife. (laughs)
1: Um, okay, so the latest victim of the new bling ring in L.A. Yes, Emmy actress it's Emmy still going Rossum. On. They haven't from caught anyone. TV's yes. Shameless. Now
2: hold on, Emmy Rossum is she? She the one that's in Sicario? No,
0: no, that's no. Emily
2: Blunt. That's, oh, I get them Blunt. confused.
0: Emily Rossum Blunt. was in uh, what was it, like, Mystic River, and then she, Phantom oh, I saw of the Opera or something. Yeah. She when was. She was the chick who was murdered, I, I think. Oh, was she? That was so long ago, Ed.
1: I think she was in like one old. of those musicals, like um, Phantom of the Opera, maybe. Oh, well. But she's on it. She's on a TV show called. You'd be shocked. I
2: definitely you, don't know which her. I don't watch. Ed is Ed is the well known musical aficionado on the show. Mm, I'm surprised he's pretending not to know that. My
0: my sister in law was in town uh, this weekend, and, and they had an the opportunity park. to buy Hamilton oh, tickets. Yeah. For like. For hundreds of dollars. Yeah. It's like, hey, you no. want in on this? And I was like, no. Even if you've divided by 10, I'm not no. in on this. Yes, like, agree. no. Hero. So heroic. We don't need a leader. We need a world beater. Yes. Oh, Stop. Oh, Stop.
2: Oh, Stop. Great, great. Stop. Uh, so, Emmy, Emmy Rossum, who's not married to John Krasinski. No. That's the other one that I get her confused with.
1: That's Emily the British Blunt. Emily that,
2: no. Blunt. Oh, Emmy Rossum is not British? She's not. Shut she's
1: hot. She she's naked a lot. Does she? Shameless? Oh my god! I, need to check I that don't out. watch Shameless. I don't have Showtime.
0: I don't. I don't like the show that much. But yeah. I tuned in and seen her naked. I mean, I'm into to get seen. So get I naked. guess
1: burglars broke in and then somehow got into her safe and got yeah. away with well, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. I happened to see this
2: on the local news just before the show started, and she had the combinations to her safe, <laughs> like approximate <laughs> to the safe. Like, you didn't really have to, like, yeah. do much digging and looking around. You didn't need a safe cracker.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, safe cracking is a different level of crime. Yeah, I don't – did they ever exist? Was there
2: ever such thing as safe crackers yeah, that a safe cracker? Yeah,
1: Charlize Theron in The Italian Job. She was a
2: safe cracker. Yes. Oh. Billy Bob Thornton in Bad Santa. Yes. The best. Yeah, exactly.
1: And me in an alternate career. Yeah,
2: interesting. Um, yeah, so this bling ring, it's – clearly they're doing they're using social media to stake out these well, people. the LAPD is still claiming
1: that, that none of these robberies are connected. Well, it's a lot of house. people have
2: the same idea. Although I would never think I need to rob Emmy Rossum. and also
1: who's got 150 grand in
2: jewels laying around? Well, Rich I'm not going to
1: admit if like, I do or not because yeah, I don't want to get robbed. Right.
2: She doesn't. Seems like a lot. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a lot. Uh, okay, what else, Kate?
1: Um, Scar Joe, you know she's getting a divorce. Yeah, this, um, you know
2: I knew she was married to a Frenchman. Yeah,
1: Romain Dauriac, and I
2: expected him to be a, just a real sexual beast. And I is saw name Romaine? Him. Yeah, Romain. And I saw, I saw a picture of He's him. French. This guy is not remotely the handsome at all. Uh, d- definitely not who you would expect to be having sex with, or be married to, or have a kid with Scarlett Johansson.
0: She uh, she was on Stern yesterday. Yeah. That's
1: right, and she was she talking was about yeah. um one of her crushes who is also oh, on yeah. my list of freebies. Yeah, Tony Bourdain. Yeah, Tony Bourdain. A
0: lot of no, crazy. no, she was not. She she said Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, she said both.
1: But she also added she had a crush on Bourdain. Yeah,
0: she
2: said both. I didn't both. hear that part. She loves chefs and every chick you know, wants to have sex with Anthony Bourdain. This guy is a beast. Really, really highly desired.
1: Hi, Tony, if you're listening. Yeah. Just J-Lo keep, keep and distance, uh, A-Rod Tony. are still. I don't know. I what, can't believe I was going to come up real? with like a, a really lame euphemism. Is that real? I think there's, it's real. They left the Bel Air Hotel last night. There's no way night, he can satisfy like, her. In the early hours of the morning.
2: There's no way he could satisfy her. Better than I could satisfy her.
1: Um, you should tweet at her
2: sexually. See
1: what you could get in going a sexual on. manner. This is a great story. Val Kilmer apparently is obsessed with Kate Blanchett and went like a Twitter like um, rampage about Kate Blanchett and how great she is over the weekend. But he's really? deleted like five of them. An- but, another um,
2: Australian Kate with a C.
1: I think so says, she's your favorite actress. I feel like something's biting me. She's oh.
2: great. Oh um, yeah, she's great. She's really, really good. What was that movie? Did you where see
0: Blue Jasmine? She was awesome. Very, I mean, she she was very good, good. She was great, movie. great in that. Very good. So
1: he and like he posted. I mean, there were like a lot of tweets, and they were kind of weird. And there was one. There's a very close-up picture of him that he's taken on a plane. Yeah. And he's posted it, and he, with the caption, "Once I flew all the way to Australia just to talk to Kate Blanchett." Her husband met me first, or instead, I guess, to be accurate.
2: Yeah. This Val Kilmer's unhinged. Iceman. He's, do you know what he does now? He does that Hal Holbrook thing where he plays, he does a one man show where he plays Mark Twain on stage. Oh, no. Yeah. And Iceman. He
1: tweeted, <laughs> Iceman Mark is Mark T- Twain. He tweeted yeah. that I've, I've recently had two dreams with hashtag Kate Blanchett in them. Her yeah. husband wasn't in either of them. Oh, yeah,
2: sex dreams. And He's then, sex And dreams then retweeted
1: her. a Woman Crush Wednesday featuring Blanchett on a Friday.
2: Really? Whoa. Thirsty. A
1: and Woman Crush Wednesday said, on a Friday? And then he tweeted, or wait, a he made Friday. some declaration where he said, I've never done, said, <laughs> or written a single idea that wasn't of the highest respect and admiration for hashtag wow. Kate <laughs> wow. or any other great talent. She's a friend of mine. He's thirsty. And I've met her husband through the years, and we've all gotten along just <laughs> fine. Anyone who it, thinks I need to curb my enthusiasm for a great rare artist doesn't understand how difficult the job is and how we artists count on the respect of our peers. Uh, she will back up every word I say and love that I say I love her. I support you 100%. I would love an actor I didn't even... Enjoy Did, if he flew the world to talk about a role. What?
0: I don't know. Is she ma- She's random. married. Like not in. She's she's married
1: to playwright no, Andrew Upton for twenty yeah, years. They have four kids many, together. Many,
2: many years.
0: <laughs> he's just thirsty. He's
2: yeah.
1: just a little.
2: I mean, pinched. he's not wrong. She's a fucking great actress. Really, really. She great. is. She great, is a great, great actress.
1: talent. Brian sent me this link. I haven't read it, but um, very. Pleased about the headline, which is why Hollywood can't stand Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell. Uh, yeah, well, guess not, what? Fucking ditto. That was
2: not. I just sent you that because I know you hate her. I didn't. That was. I'm not, not going to make it for the show. I like her. <laughs> I know. Yeah,
1: guys seem you know to what, like her. Ed? Just keep that. Are
0: you Ed? Edit- I, I find her to be to be uh, very affable. She's yeah. very delightful. She's faking it. That's the thing.
1: She's putting on an act. Funny. All right. Yeah. This might be my biggest story. Okay. Actually. Just quickly, a little flip or flop update. Christina oh, yes. El Musa is <laughs> yeah, apparently she took some bikini pictures. in the skins with NHL player Nate Thompson. Who? I don't know what team he's from. What? I only know the Kings. Who's Nate Thompson? I don't know. Google it. I'm going to move on to my. Uh... Well, that's all you got? Yeah.
2: Oh, she's on the. Of course, he's on the Ducks.
1: So the lame. fucking
2: Ducks. Christina El Moussa's rep denies that she is dating Nate Thompson. They went
1: on a couple of dates.
2: Mm, interesting. He's from Alaska.
1: And he's married. Can I get into my main Nobody's story? Nobody's
2: from Alaska. This guy is. Anchorage. Uh, yes, get into your final so story. So,
1: Neil Long did a guest uh, um, star yeah. arc on Empire, mm-hmm. which I've never seen. It's- so can anyone vouch for Empire? she still holding up?
0: Because she used to yeah, be super hot. Speaking to people that so, are people's um, freebies. I guess
1: everyone fucking hated her because she was a huge bitch to everybody. I mean, that's fucked up. Um, Maybe multiple- they didn't give her the
2: respect that she deserves.
1: <laughs> Apparently, like, some complaints have been filed by hair and makeup. What? um But the best part of this... I guess she was like habitually late all the time and people would be waiting on set for 30 minutes and then she was like a no-show. And they would have to use a stand-in for for Nia so Taraji and Terrence could rehearse a scene. And so anyway, it's custom on the set when a guest star finishes their last scene for the AD to call it out, like this is so-and-so last scene, followed by a thank you and applause. That's pretty standard operating procedure. So when Nia did her last scene, Terrence was having some sort of allergic reaction, and his lip began swelling. The AD, I guess, was looking for Benadryl when Nia left, and it's unclear if the AD was distracted uh, or just didn't want to thank Nia. Um, But we're told as she walked out, she told someone in production she was going to sue the show because the goodbye was in her contract, which I guess it wasn't. (laughs) Oh. Shut up. This is from multiple sources on the set. And people... When you are, when you act this way, people want to talk about it. Because right. they want your yeah. reputation yeah. to, um, you know, be solid. Like
2: that time that Charlize Theron made somebody get off her bike at Soul Cycle.
1: Because that, that was her
2: bike. She's like, no, i I, I talked about line.
1: that, but I, I, I feel like one. that was blown out of proportion. Uh, this,
0: this knee along is so beautiful. Like, yeah, she, I. Yes. I'm willing to. Look past this and still have she, sex with her. She, if gets, she, wants.
2: she gets a wide berth, and if she feels like she was treated unfairly, she, I'll stand up she, for her. She can come over here and get treated. Fairly. I guess hair
1: and makeup have filed what a I mean. formal complaint against her for mistreatment.
2: <laughs> well, what, how much makeup does she need? She, I guess like she's flawless.
1: Yeah, she used to bitch them out. She'd like at the right at the end, at the last minute, she'd chew them out and say she didn't like her look.
2: Oh And Do that
1: like on the rags. Less.
2: Okay, is that it?
1: <sighs> yep.
2: Okay. Um, excellent job. Guys, remember our, are, do we have any new Patreon subscribers this week? Hey, McManus? No. You might have to farm that out to me if you're I'm not going to be here every week. We're gonna been to been
1: crying think. about that.
2: Guys, we are on Patreon. We
1: if, don't, but we appreciate all the people that do need, um, support us via Patreon. Yes. And if anybody out Absolutely. there would yes. like to throw us a couple of dollars a month yep. for some yep. high-quality yep. entertainment, yep. let's be honest.
2: Patreon.com. Slash the baller lifestyle,
1: and I can go into more detail about things that are basic yeah. and not just the basic we could things do, that are we basic. Could, yeah,
2: we could do an ask fancy. Am I basic? Because <laughs> what you,
1: I went over today was like the most basic things yeah, about being it was basic, basic.
2: Basic things. Yeah, it was a basic <laughs> segment. Like you could list a couple things that you're into. You're like, hey, I like Nickelback. Am I basic? Well, obviously you would be. But you're like, what if Caesar. you're like, hey, I like Three Eleven? Then you're even more basic. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So <laughs> patreon.com slash about lifestyle. If, if you want to contribute to the show financially, we would very much appreciate it. Um, additionally, remember our iTunes comment, or comment contest. Go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Roast us in the iTunes review section. Roast Ed. Roast me. But roast Fancy.
1: Roast us, but give us five stars. Uh, you
2: only, you're only eligible for the contest if you give us five stars. Roast us! Oh, are
1: we running a contest? Each
2: week, the best yeah. roast roast on iTunes reviews gets read, and after a month, episode one sixty six or one sixty seven, I can't remember what episode we're on. That per- the winner of the roasting contest gets to come on the show and do a guest appearance and gets a copy signed copy of Ed Daly's book. Um, so think of. S- Think of some funny That's shit. And get in there. Get in there and let's see what you can do. Uh, okay, until next week for Kate McManus. Don't roast me. For Ed Daly. Just kidding. I'm Brian Beckner. <laughs> this has <laughs> been episode 162. I've been of being
1: bitten by a mosquito this entire time. The
2: Baller Lifestyle Podcast.
1: Look at my leg.
2: Kate's got her leg on the table. We will see you next week.
0: Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>